Welcome to the Future Design Academy podcast, which is all about how to find and do the work you love. Hosted by Rachel Sparks, master career navigator, author, and international HR executive. This show is where you will learn how to deliberately design your career and ultimately be your best self and do your best work. This is The Do It Course and I am Rachel Sparks. We are in Lesson 3, Master Your Negotiation. So just to remember where we're at, we're in Module 1, which is all about power. We've gone through your mindset, we've gone through mastering your impact, this lesson is mastering your negotiation, and the next lesson of Module 1 will be mastering your market. So mastering your negotiation, what exactly is negotiation? Well, negotiation is a discussion to reach a beneficial outcome for all parties. I'm really excited about negotiation because when it comes to your career, negotiation is about talking about your money, what's coming in to your household, into your pocket, and giving you the ability to do all the things you want to do. In other times that you're going to be mastering your negotiation, again, it comes back to those three things that we're talking about in this first area of mastery. You will be negotiating your salary in a pay rise. You should be negotiating your salary when you're discussing a promotion. There's quite a few instances where people get a new role, but they don't seem to be negotiating a new raise that comes along with that. And of course, you will be negotiating a salary when you're offered a new position within a new organization. And you should absolutely be always negotiating an increase of salary at that time. So here's some salary negotiation facts. Uh, this report was done by a company in the US called Payscale. Uh, in 2014, they did a survey of 31,000 people across the US. And I provided the link in the worksheet, sheet. And you can actually jump onto that website. And there is an incredible amount of resources there for specifically negotiating your salary. You will find in incredible amount of resources there on everything you need to know about salary negotiation and pay rise negotiation. Of course, I'm just one person and I've got my own ideas on what I think works, but I think it's a really great resource for anybody who's looking for ideas outside of what I'm going to teach you today. So here's some great facts. 57% of people never ask for a pay rise. 31% of women are more uncomfortable to negotiate than men. Uh, 70% of people who earn over 150k get the pay rise they asked for. So the report basically says that the more money you earn, the more likely it is for you to get the raise you're asking for. And also 75% of all people who ask for a raise get one. So if you're not asking for a raise, that's the reason why you're not getting one. So what we can take away from this is you don't get if you don't ask. And I want you to start getting used to asking for salary increases in your current role and certainly not taking the first salary that's offered to you when you're negotiating a promotion or negotiating a new position. So how do we do this without feeling pushy or without feeling uncomfortable? Because that's why the number one or two reasons why people don't negotiate in the first place. They don't feel comfortable doing it and they feel, I don't want to be too pushy. I don't want to cause a problem with the relationship I'm negotiating with. So I'm going to give you a strategy that 
has worked for me personally and that has worked with quite a lot of my clients when they're negotiating salary in the job hunting stage and also now with my coaching clients when they're negotiating pay rises within organizations. But as I said, please jump onto this resource that I'm going to give you in the worksheet sheet because it's incredible for the amount of information and the amount of tips and hints and ideas that you'll be able to get for negotiating salary depending on what your particular challenge is. But of course, we can jump on the online forums and the Q&A and we can work through um, any ideas and any challenges that you're having with salary negotiation as a group as well. So there's two different strategies depending on if it's a promotion or a position or if it's a pay rise. So the promotional position is pretty straightforward. The first thing you want to be doing is choose. And choose means what is your salary that you're going to be happy with. My advice is always to choose a 10K range. So for example, if you're currently on $90,000 and you want an increase to $100,000, I would highly recommend to choose a range that's 100,000 to 110,000. The reason why you do that is because you want 100,000. So make the lower end of your range the money that you want and then the upper end of the range um, an absolute nice to have. When you choose that number, the second thing you want to be doing is communicate that early on in the process. So if you're going for a new position or a promotion within the organization, let them know early what your salary expectations are and do not move from that range ever in that process. If you do move your range at the end of a process up or even down, it really takes away from your integrity and can have huge problems uh, towards the end of a, a process. In the communicate phase, you also want to know, they're going to want to know why you're worth that money. So you absolutely want to communicate the value that you can provide to that organization in that role and why you're, you're, you believe that you're worth that particular value. The third thing is counter offering. So this basically means that for whatever reason, if they provide an offer to you that's under your number, then you don't want to accept the first thing that's provided to you. So for example, you're currently on 90,000 and I offer you a role and it is underneath your ideal salary. So they say, look, we want you on board. It's 95,000. You say, no, look, I'm sorry. My range is 100,000 to 110,000. Uh, I would accept the role for, for within that range. Get back to me. Or they say to you, okay, we want you on board. It's 100000 You say, look, that's great. Would it, would there be any possibility of 105000 or even 110000 You just ask the question if that's possible and, again, state why you think you're valued at that particular number. The idea is just always go back with a counter offer and again, the value of why you believe that. If you don't feel comfortable at that point going back with a number, you can counter offer with perks and ideas. And in the work it sheet, I've got an ability for you to start thinking about, well, if I'm not comfortable renegotiating on a dollar term, maybe there's other things that I can be negotiating with, for example, titles. There could be other things, perks, ideas, gym memberships, insurance, etc., uh, that you can negotiate with at that point. The pay rise is slightly different. In this position, you actually are in a much stronger position to negotiate. Uh, you just need to do your research. What you need to do first is research what other people in outside organizations are getting paid. You really need to understand what the market is paying versus what your organization is paying. The second thing you need to do is really put together a, a brief report 
again, on the value and the delivery that you've been providing to the organization over the most recent period of time. And I would say six months is really hot, 12 months starts to get a bit loose. So in the last six months, what is it that you've been doing for the organization that's really going to warrant them starting to think about giving you that ten dollars or $20,000 more? Then again, you want to have that choose number. So what is your 10 to 20K or if, if you know, whatever the number is, be really tight on what it is that you are willing to accept and have a range and stick to that number the whole time. Fourth is communicate. Again, create a space where you can communicate that with your line manager or the HR person or the decision maker around salary about uh, the fact that you actually want to negotiate a pay rise. When you then arrange that coffee or it's a cafe or um, you go and sit down and have a lunch to discuss it, it's actually best to be off-site. The reason why it's best to be off-site is because you're away from the formal environment of your office and you can then again use that environment to communicate the value uh, that you've been providing to the organisation in the, the last period of time the research that you've done with other organizations you can also communicate your range and then you can also communicate what you're willing to continue to do uh, for that pay rise if for whatever reason your manager is not convinced at this point about the value and the pay rise or for whatever reason are saying that their hands are tied then you counter and what your counter is in a pay rise situation is that you say okay what do i need to do in the next six months to guarantee this 10 or 20k pay rise or whatever number it is that you decide that you want and sit with your manager and say okay well what projects can i deliver what extra number uh, on my targets is it that I can do what KPIs over and above my KPIs that you would turn around to me in six months and say absolutely deserving of this 10 or 20k pay rise here you go that's what that process is and and again it's really crucial that you do it in that order and make sure that all those things are communicated off-site to one of your line managers now just again, this is my take. This is what I've done in my own career. This is what I've done with people in my coaching practice and in my recruitment business. Like I said, I've interviewed 10,000 people. I've put lots and lots of people into jobs, but I am one person. So I highly recommend that you do go um, and check out the website that I've put into your worksheet sheet if you've got any extra things. And again, when we've got the live Q&A section, make sure you've checked out some of the resources on that site and some of the surveys so that when you come into the Q&A section, you've got some of your questions already half answered so that when you come to me, I'm not just giving you my own opinion just one from one person. So I look forward to the live Q&A on salary negotiation, but the key thing I want you to take away from this is just ask and don't take the first number offered to you. And I think you will be amazed at what happens to your financial situation over time uh, when you start asking for salary increases. Thank you so much. This has been Rachel Spikes. I love your work. Thank you for listening to the Future Design Academy podcast. We believe that everyone can design a career that aligns to their unique passions and talents and find the courage to take that path. We hope that you have enjoyed the show and will take action to apply something learned today so that you too can find and do the work you love. Don't forget to subscribe for more inspiring and practical episodes from Rachel and the Future Design Academy. 
If you are interested in working with Rachel to be your best self and do your best work and are ready to design the career you really want, then please head to www.futuredesignacademy.com and check out her online and group coaching programs today.